Hello, 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 my fellow educators. Greetings. We are um, coming up to our 10th episode, I believe. And my, my dear change makers, we have been discussing all the problems that there are. I'm thrilled to welcome you to yet another episode of our journey. And now we shall begin to look at reversing the tide of how we work on empowering educators so that we can reclaim education. Now, today we're delving into a world of practical solutions that can rejuvenate our classrooms. We want to reignite educators' passions and reshape the education landscape. Let's bring that enthusiasm back into teaching. I'm your host, and 10 years ago, I became a teacher. And as you've probably had by now, after a very difficult time, one of my mentors said to me, after discovering that I had been a life success coach and run businesses in the past before getting into education, she said, Yvonne, your struggle is that others would not struggle. What are you going to do about it? And after a long, arduous journey, um, looking at some of the systemic uh, issues that we deal with in education, e-spaces and the teachers concierge uh, were born so we make sure that we ensure teachers do not work evenings and weekends unless they choose to do so because it's just become a norm it's an assumption that teachers will work outside of their allocated hours and it seems their plates just keep getting um, whatever is on their plates just keep getting larger so the first point of discussion we're going to be looking at today, let's talk about personal personalized learning. This is where education shifts from a one size fits all to an individualized approach where we imagine teachers tailoring their teaching methods to each and every individual student's learning pace and preferences. Now, this is not an easy task because in the era of standardized testing, personalized learning is like a beacon of hope. It values students' unique strengths and their challenges that they may be dealing with. And guess what? Teachers also benefit because it revives their creativity and their sense of purpose. It's not the easiest thing to do, but it is important. And let's look at why. Every student is different. They have distinct learning styles, this, uh, different interests and different paces. And when teachers personalize learning, they're not just teaching. They are forming connections with their students. These connections will then transform classrooms into thriving communities where students feel understood, they feel heard, and, they feel, and the educators will find their renewed purpose in teaching. And But for now, let's look at the impact that this can have. Picture this, there's a survey that was conducted by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation that revealed that a whopping 93% of teachers who embrace personalized learning reported increased job satisfaction. So when teachers see the aha moments in their students' eyes, their own enthusiasm for teaching is rekindled. What are some of the strategies that we can use to employ personalized learning? Well, how about using some adaptive learning platforms? They adjust content based on students' progress. And the other thing as well teachers can try is flipped classrooms where students learn at their own pace, or maybe a go for a project-based assignment that caters to various needs and interests. 
the challenge comes about with large classes and increased classroom learning and as well as diversified student learning needs. So we will be exploring some of these challenges and then also looking at some of the AI and technology that can help alleviate this. Now, if you're looking to invigorate your teaching approach and create a more engaging classroom, why don't you explore some of these personalized learning strategies and then tell us below about your experiences. We'd love to hear about them and we're sure that your students will thank you for using these personalized learning methods too. The second point that we need to look at is mentorship, coaching and collaboration. This is a very important discussion point because mentoring and coaching collaboration are a secret source to educator success. Imagine this, teachers who are supporting each other, sharing experiences and brainstorming solutions can help each other to alleviate with some of the challenges that they're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. Remember, even the best swimmers need lifeguards. And likewise, so do the best teams have coaches. Mentorship and coaching acknowledges that teaching can be challenging and it's okay to ask for help. It's time for us to celebrate a culture where educators don't just survive, but they thrive. This is really important and it's a mind shift. Now, why is this important? Teaching is a journey. Mentors and coaches are like experienced travelers who guide the way. Collaboration fosters a sense of belonging, reminding educators they're part of something bigger. It's not just reinventing the wheel. It's about fine tuning it together and doing it with people who have been there and done that really helps. To appreciate the impact, we just have to look at the numbers. The stats don't lie. A survey by the National Center for Education Statistics found that 86% of teachers with mentors and coaches reported a greater sense of job satisfaction. The power of shared insights in a virtual group hug, if you like, it will boost and reduce the feeling of feeling I am alone in this journey, which teaching sometimes can feel like. Some effective approaches that we can use is to dive into collaborative planning sessions with other teachers, where teachers tackle curriculum challenges together. We can pair up for body systems because navigating the education sea is always better with a friend. And let's not forget about online teacher communities. Uh, places such as Reddit and Facebook offer an opportunity to have a tribe, which is just a click away. And these communities are effective because they will help to combine some of the processes that we've just mentioned, but also provide a supportive community. If you're interested in connecting with fellow educators and tapping into the power of mentorship, collaboration and coaching, consider joining our online teacher community on Facebook or exploring our coaching and mentoring sessions that we offer. We are giving away some complimentary strategy sessions for educators, especially as the new year begins. It's a rewarding journey when we want to work with as many teachers as possible to help navigate these challenging seas. Next strategy session is promoting work-life balance. Our penultimate discussion point is work-life balance because it is, uh, it is not just an elusive unicorn. Imagine educators living work at work, embracing self-care and coming back energized to shape young minds. 
It is indeed possible. And there are various strategies that we can employ to do this. So take this context. If teaching is a marathon, not a sprint, why do we work the hours that we do? Some teachers sprint non-stop and it's taking a toll. An OECD study reveals that teachers in some countries work up to an average of 46 hours per week. This leaves them little time for their own needs as well as their family's needs. You might ask, why is it important for us to look at this? Burnout is the enemy of passion. When educators are constantly drained, the spark that ignited their teaching journey dims. Work-life balance isn't an indulgence. It's a necessity to sustain the fire within our profession, and especially for the noble profession of teaching. We see the impact where work-life balance steps in as a superhero. Schools that prioritize balance witness increased teacher retention. Let's not forget that teaching is an emotional journey. Educators who take care of themselves are happier, more creative, and create vibrant classrooms. Let us not forget to show ourselves some TLC. Some practices we can do this. How about a no work after hours policy? And why not encourage self-care routines among your profession, like mindful breathing exercises, for example? You know what they say, a balanced teacher makes for a balanced classroom. We offer a free teacher checkup that helps teachers identify the best way in which they work as an individual, where we explore the four personas of each teacher. And then we look at the best way in which that particular persona functions as a teacher. Remember, taking care of yourself is not only essential for your well-being, but also vital for your effectiveness as an educator. So make sure you take a moment to consider how you can integrate some of these self-care practices into your every single daily routine. Before we dive into our last discussion point, I'd like to say that if you're finding these solutions valuable to you, please help spread the word to other educators by liking this video so that YouTube can bring this video to as many educators as possible. Let's join together in ensuring that we support educators as we shape our next generation. So as we conclude, let's look at the value of feedback by exploring how we can incorporate student feedback. How can we listen more to the student voice? Our final discussion question, what if students played a key role in shaping their education? Imagine teachers listening to their input and students having a say in how they learn. But we know with increasing class sizes, this can prove to be a challenge. So how can we make sure that voices of students are heard? Historically, education decisions were top down, but we're in a new era where student voices matter. Including students in decision-making processes equals engagement on steroids. Students these days have access to so much more than we can and have ways that we can find important that we incorporate at the heart of their education. When they actively participate in shaping their learning, their experiences and their education become more meaningful more relevant and more exciting. It's not just about teaching the content. It's about fostering a lifelong interest in learning. If we look at some of the impact this is having, 
we can look at youth truth research, which speaks volumes. Schools that are actively seeking and implementing um, student feedback enjoy improved classroom dynamics and higher teacher morale. It's a win-win where students feel heard and teachers gain fresh perspective. So let's incorporate student feedback in the decisions that are made into their own learning. One approach is to take time to roll out those student surveys where feedback becomes the compass of what is to be taught. How about involving students in curriculum planning or maybe student-led projects? They're not just fun, they're empowering. And again, with AI and technology, there are various ways in which we can incorporate feedback where we don't have to do any extra work or spend large budgets that we would do as we lose teachers or as we don't have enough students joining the school. Why not take a step towards creating a more student-centered learning environment? Try incorporating a student feedback session or involving students in a collaborative project. Their insights might just surprise you. The other way you can do this is to make sure that you use AI and technology to make the process seamless and stressless. So it can be a part of the everyday learning journey. We would love to hear how you incorporate some of these suggestions. So please feel free to share your experiences with us and we will take some time to also put some suggestions as we respond to your, to your comments um, down below. These solutions are more than just ideas. We are offering some pathways to revitalizing our educational system from within. As we navigate the challenges and opportunities that lie ahead, let's remember that empowering educators is the cornerstone of creating brighter futures for our students. So, as we sum up, we'd like to look at how we have explored a personalized learning that honors a student's uniqueness. We have looked at the impact of coaching and mentorship and the impact that collaboration can have on an educator's journey in promoting work-life balance that safeguards against burnout. And finally, we just finished by looking at incorporating student voice that injects energy into learning. You see, my friends, the burnout epidemic that we are currently facing in our education system is real. And it's not just teachers who suffer, it's our students too. When educators burn out, they're not just tired. They lose the magic that makes teaching transformative. But the solutions that we've uncovered today hold the key to combating burnout. Personalized learning reignites passion. Mentorship and coaching create support systems. Balance ensures well-being. And student involvement infuses energy into the classroom. As we conclude, would like to say stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be diving into the future of education and how we can look at pioneering new parts that will shape the way we teach and learn for generations to come. Thank you so much for joining us on this empowering journey. Remember to like, share and subscribe to stay connected as we navigate the ever-revolving world of education. As we tune out, I'd like to say, make sure you show you some TLC today.
goodbye for now.